We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome to Light Years. Andy Lou, this is the official Pacific Catch postgame show. Yes, sir. That is the most happy that we're going to sound on today's show, Samuel, because <laughs> <laughs> the official, like you said, the official Pacific Catch Light Years podcast postgame show. Dude, listen. So you know how, I, yeah, how I've been telling you that I've been sick for like a month and a half. I don't know if it's COVID or the flu or or uh, alcohol. No. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what it is, dude? Uh, either way, uh, I haven't taken Reese out on like a real like real date in like a couple weeks. So you know where I'm going this weekend? Saturday night. You know I'm not going after the Warriors game because I don't need I don't need I don't need to be angry. You know on date night. We're going to yeah, Kenda. <laughs> come on, Pacific come Catch. On. Well, so we can't we can't tell the listeners which location um, Mm. because, you know, they have locations across the Bay Area. You got Marin County, San Francisco, San Mateo County, San Jose County, uh, Contra Costa, just wherever you are in the Bay, you can get Pacific Catch. Uh, And to tie into it, they're actually debuting a new menu right now. The noodle time menu for all types of ramen lovers. You got you got your. You got your red curry noodles for the spicy lovers. That's that's for me. You got the Hawaiian Hawaiian chicken noodle soup. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that's it. Wow. Yeah, and then you got the creamy miso. It's just like a classy classic ramen. Um, I'm actually I'm probably gonna hit it up this weekend. I uh, tried the spicy tonight. Was feeling good, and then I watched the Warriors <laughs> play. So I might I might go, go with a different one next time. You know, for karma reasons. But anyway. <laughs> Um, you can eat spicy. Catch. I, well, I guess you're you're middle. I guess you're. Yeah, I guess you could. I can't. I can't eat spicy. Oh, really? You're, so, you're not a spicy yeah. food guy. I think I'm. I think I'm uh, above average to the general population, but I uh, I definitely have uncles who um, who think I'm soft for not going spicy enough. You know, like you you always have. You always have, it's, oh, your mouth. You're not. You're not sweating profusely from like everywhere on your body. It's not spicy enough. Um, yeah, yeah. Official, by the way, official Light Years show sponsor Pacific Catch hashtag by Samus Fendiari. Hot nudes, hot nudes <laughs> hashtag. If you're gonna go to Pacific Catch, go get the uh, go get the Robin and uh, and send a picture to us. Tweet it ha- uh, hashtag hot nudes. Let us know that you're there uh, this weekend or whatever. All right, now now to the fun. And by that, I mean the pain. The Warriors lose to the Phoenix Suns, 119-130. Steph Curry has 50 points. Not just 50 points, 50 super efficient points. 17 for 28 from the field. I don't even remember him missing a shot. Like Apparently, he missed 11 shots. I can remember maybe one. Nine rebounds, leading the team in rebounds. Six assists. Um, he had a block, if you care. Uh, and they got thoroughly dominated, not just overall in the game, but even in his minutes. And I don't know if this is the worst loss of the season. Um, 
because I think when you give away games you should have, like in Orlando and Charlotte, that's it's worse. Like you just don't give stuff away. But probably the most frustrating loss of the season, all things considered, for me. You hit it on the head. I, I think we should put that tagline for the show. It, this was the most frustrating loss of the season. You're going. You're six and eight. <clears throat> you're six and eight. You've got the Knicks on Friday, and then you've got Houston after that. It's a perfect setup. You've just got. You just beat down the Spurs. You feel pretty good about yourself. It's a good spot for you to get back above 500, right, and feel like you can get your first road win. They're going to get a road win here at some point. They're probably going to win in Houston, but it's like you're beating – I mean, they look like they're going to go 0-41 on the road. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you're, go, you're going to get a team that, you know, the Suns we think is fraudulent, but they're a good basketball team, and the Warriors were favored tonight, albeit by two points, but it's a good win. It would have been a very good – road win i think if the warriors win this game you feel good about the warriors chances and boom they didn't have a chance tonight sam that's the most frustrating part not not at any point in tonight's game did i freaking thought they were going to win not at any point and that's the most frustrating part we've seen this game a million times they don't defend and this is what happens the worst part of it is like you just said 750 <laughs> i want to talk about Steph because yes. what he's yeah. doing is historic at any age, but doing it at 34, he's gonna be 35 in uh let's say four months. It's it's unheard of, but all I can focus on is just how terrible the team overall is playing. And for me, it's really about the defense and the rebounding. And I think they go hand in hand. But tonight was a perfect example. They just look small on the wings, they look small and kind of dumb on the wings in general. Like we know Wiggins is one of the better two-way players in the league. And he had a so-so game. I think, I think he got uh, a foul call against him. That was poor officiating and it kind of took him out of the game for part of it. But in general, I have zero complaints about Wiggins play all season um, defensively and rebounding, but it's really just him for me. Clay. We'll get to clay later. Another subpar game. Jordan Poole, um, he was really good against the Spurs, subpar today, both next to Steph and not next to Steph. Uh, Dante played, Dante had a nice run mm -hmm. at the end there, but like mm -hmm. in general, poor wing depth. Uh, and they just can't. The Warriors, in my opinion, have been defined by wings throughout the, they've been defined one by Steph and two by wing versatility, right? Like that's, when the Warriors have wing versatility around Steph and Draymond Green, they're unbeatable. No one has beaten them in a decade. When you have Steph, Draymond, and wing versatility. When I look at this roster, Steph's maybe better than he's ever been. Draymond was not particularly good tonight, but he's been very good this season. But their wing depth sucks. Yeah, uh, Clay Thompson can't guard anyone right now. Andrew Wiggins is their best defender. He's solid. Uh, they obviously lost GP two, uh, and and Clay's right not not been that guy. And then you go down the line. Jordan Poole is not not good defensively. We knew that, but they're also missing veteran guys that just know how to operate a scheme. Nemanja Bjelica could play fifteen minutes and not fuck up and not foul. And tonight we're watching over and over again. Jamichael Green comes in and he's just shoving DeAndre Ayton for no reason. Gets called for a foul. Uh, and I know I'm 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 kind of just bringing him up. He's not the only guy. It, it goes up and down the roster. But you just but that is that IQ. is someone you are that is someone you are counting on to right. to be just smart. Like give me 15 smart minutes. Yep. And and that's one guy. And then they're relying on Anthony Lamb, who is good. We're surprised, but he's playing 24 minutes. That's way too much. You can't play a guy like that 24 minutes and expect to beat a team like the Phoenix He wasn't Suns. even invited to camp when camp started. Like, don't don't tell me. Um, Insane. They they had, like, this grand plan for Anthony. Lee. He, was a, he was a pickup two weeks into camp when they were like, oh, we don't have enough. You know, He's like their like, version of this year's GP2, but GP2 way more impactful, right? And, again, not not anything against or, them. Or two years ago with, like, JTA, JTA, where you're just like, this right. is a great find, but part of you is wondering – should he be the fifth best player on the team, which is kind of what Anthony Lamb is right now? Well, what, that's what happened with JTA. We're talking about comparing this team to 2020, 2021. How many games, how many games that season that Steph scored 38 points efficiently? And they would just lose because we love JTA. But when JTA is in your closing lineups, it's not, 
it's just not going to work out. And and again, we're not even the road team. And that's, I mean, shit, the Warriors are worse than that right now. They're 0-8 on the road, and they're 6-9, and uh, 15 games into the season now. Uh, and and this is not – the Warriors are still in a good chance to, to even be a three-seed and have home court advantage. But just watching this team, how can you take them seriously? On top of the defense, Sam, there's no energy. These guys look – like it's not like they look unhappy or anything – does any is anyone gonna smile on the court? Is any is anyone enjoying playing basketball? And where's the joy cam? Hey, <laughs> hey, come on. Um, I, you do bring up a fair point on like early season. All right, they're three games back to the four seed right now. Um, but six and nine is six and nine. Um, you don't rectify this soon, and all of a sudden you're in a very deep hole. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, I get it. The Memphis Grizzlies are nine and six. All things considered, that's, you know, that's the Charlotte-Orlando game, and all of a sudden things feel different. And Draymond actually said that pregame. But forget all of that. Like, we all have eyes. We all see it right now. All right. We got our first super chat of of the night from Solomon's Tech. Let's be real. The season is over. Ooh. I'm not I'm not willing to go there, but I will tell you this. All right, no Kuminga tonight. He was sick. And uh Wiseman's in the G League. Um, I don't really think that matters. Uh, but I'm watching this team and I'm like, they really do need one more veteran minimum for this rotation to make more sense right now. And on top of that, they also need like guys like Clay to start playing a lot better. So, and those are the I don't ones, know how yeah. how long they can. I don't know how long they can tread water like this if those things don't happen. Uh, that's that's the two big ones. Is they the season's not over, but they can't win like this. They need to make a trade, and then on top of that, Clay and Jordan Poole have to. Jordan Poole tonight, zero for five, twenty-seven minutes. I don't care those, if you're coming off the bench. Come on, I'm more annoyed about just the eight, the five shots. To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, hundred percent. They didn't. They didn't. Five shots, eight assists. They didn't pay him to be Rajon Rondo. You know, like, like he's, um, I get it when they don't have players who can move the ball around him. He can't get the ball. Right. Like Steph. Right. But dude, you're good off the bounce. I know, I know Andy thinks you travel every play. Um, and maybe he does, but, uh, but like, just look for your own a little more because, um, this team, this team needs him to be somewhere between hunting his own shot and, um, you know, uh, trying to play in the flow. And if the ball's not going to move, you kind of have to get your own shot a little more than that. And then the other guy has the exact opposite problem. I think the game ended tonight uh, when Clay Thompson decided to shoot two 30 foot threes uh, with the Warriors down seven in the third quarter he shot the first one which actually it wasn't that bad uh didn't go in then next time in a transition coming down he gets a con- he, he shoots a contested three with andrew wiggins wide open and you can just see uh you can just see draymond and, and steph the body language you could just see those guys going dude because they've talked about this like this is yeah they're not idiots <laughs> You just it's it's tough. I actually we had a segment tonight that we were going to we uh, we were going to do a little rant on on Clay Thompson, but I just think you watch that and you're just it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Gonna, That's all I've got. It's hard. Gonna um shovel or um put that rant to the side. Yeah, so. <laughs> let's let's wait on that one. All right, then all we right. got another quick question here. Let's 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 keep it moving. From the base mugs, what does the Warriors will be fine mean now? 46, eight wins, 45 wins. Jeez. Oh, I, I disagree. I think fine for me, fine means they're going to be a contender. And because dude, if, if I told you they were a playing team, would you be like, Oh, they're fine. That's oh, not that. That's not the, that's not the, that's not the expectation that for me, like I, I don't want to speak for you, so tell me if, if you agree with this or not. Um, 
I'm I don't care about the regular season record. I don't care about their seeding. Fine to me feels I'm comfortable at them making a playoff run. Right? Whether that's the sixth seed or the one seed. When I say they'll be fine, that means I like the energy I'm seeing. I like the rotations. I like the play I'm seeing. And I think, you know, if they stay healthy, they got a good shot in the playoffs. I don't feel like they're fine right now. I don't like I don't like what I'm seeing. They like I I think Steph's fine. I feel I feel good about Steph. I feel good about Draymond. I feel good about Wiggins and Looney. And after that, I don't feel good about anyone else on this team. Yeah, it's yeah. How good would this team be right now if Clay Thompson and Jordan Poole just played like they did last season? <laughs> no, I, I I like they yeah. I, would they just be nine and six? Like if they were just as good at as they were last season, like outside of the fact that, you know, they're still missing guys like Otto and GP2, who I think if those guys are on the team, they obviously wouldn't be playing, but they'd be a true contender. So I think a lot of this does come down to those guys just being awful right now. <laughs> those two guys, because as much as I would love to blame or, or kind of make fun of a Jermichael Green, I, you know, Sam, I think I've kind of learned my lesson, you know, like Damian Lee made a couple big threes today, but end of the day, man, those two guys, are paid how much together? Well, I guess Jordan Poole only makes $3 million. But, like, those guys together pretty much make $70 million. Sure. And they are providing maybe $10 million worth of value. Uh, you talk mm-hmm. about you talk about some, some ROI right there. That is – the Warriors just can't win any games without those guys. 130 points to 119 is in, just insane with Steph doing what he's doing today. So, yeah, I think they can make a trade, but – if those guys aren't going to show up consistently, they're not. Like, I could almost argue, like, Jordan Poole, like what you said earlier, if they get him to play with vets, like the starting lineup, he's going to be great. But, dude, you're going to have to – you're, you're going to have to figure it out. You're just – and I think I'm, I'm – you know, obviously you're willing to see him try to figure it out. But he's going to have to figure it out with the bench guys. I don't think he's going to start anytime soon. So he's going to have to figure out how to be more aggressive with the bench guys. That's just how life works, man. You can't and the just five, and, and yeah. the five shot. There's been too many games this season where it's like, oh, for five, two for six, one for four. And um, the number that stands out to me is not the inefficiency. He's, you know, he's kind of a heat check guy. You're going to have like those nights where he hits 80% of his shots and then nights where he's a little less efficient, but it's like just not shooting the ball. Um, they didn't pay him to, like I said, they didn't pay him to be rage on Rondo. Five shots, eight assists. Like, what is that? You know, like play play a little more aggressively than that. Um, yeah. So you want to talk a okay? Michael Walters throws this one up here. This is my copay uh, for tonight's Warriors therapy session. <sighs> Appreciate you, Michael Walters, as always. The man. What do you think is wrong with Clay? Right now, actually, we got another question here. Uh, without a trade, they're cooked. It has to happen. Um, per source, per Sam sources. What's the, what's, what's, what's the, what's the <laughs> trade? Per, per my sources in the super chat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think. Would you agree with me? Watching this game, I want them to add another wing more than anything else. Yes. Or do you not even have a preference? I don't. I I don't care. Like it's it's like give me someone. I mean, look, give me someone that can defend uh, up top. Uh, so okay. fine. But the Warriors also got out rebounded tonight, and that was. I mean, you can argue that that you know maybe a big wing like an auto porter who's not like a wing, but like someone like that sure. who can help on the boards, right? So maybe a GP two hurdle, GP two like, but like Steph at ten rebounds tonight. It's like, dude, the dude's barely taller than me. Like, what 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 the hell? Are we, it's just some of its effort. Some of it's like Jordan pulls out there. He just doesn't even try to rebound. Some of it's just yeah. they're too small. Anthony Lamb like, had Anthony Lamb had seven rebounds. I mean, he cares. It's why he keeps it's why he keeps playing. He he plays yeah. harder than everyone on the roster, yeah. which is it's kind of sad. Like a kid's it's sad. Like Moses Moody, I don't really understand why he's not playing, but sure, Kaminga again sick today or whatever he had. So anyway, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think we got we Oh Clay. Oh, Clay. you talked about Clay. Oh, sorry, you talked about Clay. That's right. So so what 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 is wrong with Clay? Um, dude, I think it's mental. I really think it's mental. I, I don't look the physical stuff, it was only five months ago that the dude was playing 38 minutes in the NBA finals and he was making big plays and made one of the biggest shots in the NBA finals. I think it's mental, man. They talked about they talked about it actually being mental and why he couldn't play uh, games, pick up games in the off season. That's not, that's not physical. He's far enough removed to a point where I think this shit's just in his head. He's coming into games and he's gunning shots and then he's not in shape. So his legs are gone. So shots are short every time. Then it's kind of snowballing from there. And now he's forcing shots to try to become the 37 point quarter clay Thompson. And it's just screwing up the flow of the Warriors. He's always done that, right? But he's done that because it, it works half the time. Like when he's done it before, yeah. like it works. It'll, that transition three that he took, that's going in. You know what I mean? Like that's going in three years. It's not, you're right. That's not a new thing. He's done that since eternity. You're just, you don't get frustrated with it because he makes it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do think part of it's physical though. Uh, he doesn't look in optimal shape like he was able to stay in front of Jalen Brown uh and and Jason Tatum and the Celtics uh and he can't stay in front of anyone right now not even deep uh and I ref- what I'm like yeah. like deep book right like deep book yeah exactly yeah yeah uh or campaign although th- their issues are deeper than clay defensively but clay is someone they count on to be a strong defender um he He's short on a lot of his jump shots. Makes you think it's his legs. And I don't know how else to put it. Like, I don't think he declined in four months. I just don't think he's in shape the way he needs to be. Um, And that's, it's tricky to talk about because like every pro athlete's in better shape than, than you or me, but it's like in context of his peers, I don't think he's where he needs to be physically. Uh, And I think that's the main thing. and they've kind of alluded to it with him not playing pickup in the offseason and keeping him out of scrimmages that he's not where he needs to be physically. And I, I completely understand it's super tricky with two surgically repaired legs, the ACL in one, the Achilles in another. And like, that's got to be frustrating. That's got to be frustrating that it set him back in a certain way. But on the other hand, we saw him play at a certain level last year and it wasn't the clay of old, but it was definitely a significantly higher level than this. Um, And the goal should be to at least get him to where he was in the playoffs last year. Uh, And I don't know what that takes, but like if if that's not happening, this season's cooked because he needs to, he needs to be one of their more reliable players. And he's not right now. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Hey, producer Tim, throw up the throw up the tweet, the last one by Kylan Mills for me, because I want to riff off this before we get to the goons. Um, I think this encompasses. I actually think Steve Steve Kerr has been doing a pretty good job this season. I think a lot of this stuff is out of his control. 
uh, with with what the locker room has dealt with with the kids, and then with some of the what what Clay is, has been and not been. But I think this is the key right here. Um, so from Kyler Mills, it's the combination of joy and competitive desire and unity and purpose. It's all lacking right now. Steve Kerr says the energy, grit, and joy is what this team is known for, and it's just not there. Kerr also says the fans feel it too. Look, man, I. It's not like this team is devoid of talent. They're not. They're not OKC or something where they just can't do anything. It's these guys are talented enough to win these games. They to me look like they don't care and they aren't playing as hard as they should be. Which is to my point earlier, where you miss veteran leadership. Andre Godala is that guy. He's not on the floor, so it's not really as helpful as you want it to be, right? Um, but if you get a JTA, a Michael Green. Not exactly a veteran of this team. He's a he's an NBA veteran, but it's not like he was on this roster last year. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, just a rough, rough go at it. I, I, the thing is, the Warriors have a schedule that they could get back into the like they play the Knicks and then Houston, <laughs> like, and then and then New Orleans. Um, it's just, it is it worse than twenty twenty? Here, here, here's a fun one. I can I can smell the the fucking sarcasm coming <laughs> off this tweet from Adam Waddle. Uh, is it a defensive strategy to leave all corner threes open? <laughs> feels like other feels like other teams don't miss. So it's really what it is. Oh, Steve Kerr. By the way, are you following? We should throw some of these up there. Um, throw up what Marcus tweeted right now. He goes uh, from Steve Kerr. I've failed. I've got to bring these guys together. He also said they've got to help Clay get out of his own way. He said Clay's still got it, and they're going to get it from him. Um, going on and on about how they are lacking collective grit right now. Yeah, they're lacking heart. They're lacking all the corny stuff that everybody says, right? They're lacking. They're lacking. Does it not the, feel? Does it not feel like Steve's kind of taking, jumping on a grenade to keep the locker room from getting down on itself a little bit? Because that's the way it sounds to me. Like I think he's, uh, I think he's, he's sensing, I can't, uh, rip, I can't keep ripping these guys because uh, at some point they're just going to quit on me. You know, yeah. uh, not Steph, but everyone else. Um, we got another question from Jansen. Realistically, what can we trade to help 30? Thank you, Lightyear's Discord. Uh, actually, throw up Mikas's, and we're going to take them both at the same time because this is a funny one. Uh, words, so from Mike Mikas. By the way, the picture. Jeez, dude, are you – what is this, like a glam photo? What's going on here? Are you, uh, this guy's an actor. <laughs> words, they almost traded for Jay before the game. So Mark Stein tweeted – uh, before the game that there have been credible rumbles this week that the Suns have made progress on finding a trade resolution to the Jay Crowder saga. And then Jay Fisher tweeted on top of that is word is the Suns appear close to finalizing a three-team trade involving Jay Crowder prior to tip-off. Um, I don't think that tweet says it's a trade with Golden State. I think the tweet says that there is a trade that was close to happening before the game mm -hmm. against Golden State. So I doubt that the Sun, Sam, correct me if I'm wrong, Sam sources. I doubt that. that that's the way trade. I that's the way I read it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're not training Jay Crowder in the Warriors. That would be insane. He's a good basketball player. That would be insane. I also don't see a way in which the Warriors can get him without giving up Wiseman. It's, it's just it's not going. I would Even be I would shocked. Even I would. I would be shocked if a trade got pulled off um on November 16th. When's so. the trade deadline? Uh, the All Star break, so mid September, mid February. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, three months. Wow. All right, yeah. the Warriors have. Th we got three more months of watching this team before the. Look, this is why I love Lightyear's listeners. Subscribe, subscribe, rate, review. Got the premium chats on Discord. Uh, we've got Lightyear shows after every game. It's only going to get better. You know, I'll just sit here and and uh, and do and do therapy. Oh, we got another. We got another tweet. We got another tweet. What do we got? It's like a surprise since I'm not on Twitter right now. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. this is the last steve kerr quote we're going to react to tonight and then um we can get to the goons after that so if you're if you're watching if you're listening we'll get to you right after this steve kerr i think we're feeling sorry for ourselves and nobody's going to feel sorry for us so everybody can't wait to play us and kick our ass 
We've had a lot of success and a lot of fun, a lot of joy beating people over the years, and teams don't forget. Oh, Steve, going to the greatest hits. That's where I'm at with this one. Um, I don't think he's wrong in saying their efforts, not where it needs to be, like outside of 30, most of the dudes are just kind of, you know, maybe they're hyped against the Spurs, but they show up to Phoenix a little uh, unenergetic and, and, you know, just general stuff you don't expect from a contending team, which theoretically they are. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I still – I still get back to the main point you've made, which is like, they lack the veteran leadership. Like I, it's hard for me to like get mad at Dante and Anthony lamb for like not living up to the warrior standard when they, they became warriors. What a month ago, two months ago, yeah. you know what uh, I'm saying? Also, also like, those have been the two best bench guys. Let's be, let's they be have, yeah, they have yeah. been the two best bench guys. <laughs> so it kind of speaks to the broader point of like, you gut the team of a lot of reasons why they like have a standard. Don't be surprised if, if they don't play up to that standard. So, right. Right. And uh, maybe part of Steve's quote earlier about he let down the team. Like, I, I don't know how to read into that. I, I don't. Is that, is that him thinking he failed from a leadership perspective? Cause you know, he's always, he's, he's a great leader as a coach. Right. Is it him maybe yo-yoing guys around like Jermichael Green and, and Kaminga and Wiseman Moody? Is it that? Like, what, what is it? What does he actually mean by he let the team down? I, I don't know. Um, I think he's trying to deflect some blame from the players onto himself, which I think is smart. Uh, yeah. I, I think that, that's a good way to look at it if, if, I were to, if I were to guess. But I, I think overall, you're right. This is a team that – or he's right. This is a team that looks like they're down on himself, dude. Like – there's nobody that has it. Clay's got his head down. Jordan Poole's got a thing over his head on the bench there because he's not closing or starting. Dream mm-hmm. on Green's kind of, you know, Steph's doing his thing, but Steph has 50 points today, and I didn't see him shimmy once. Like that, <laughs> I know, I know it's kind of, I know it's kind of like a fun little thing, but it's it was the most depressing 50 point game that I've ever seen in my life. I didn't enjoy a single second which is really sad as a Warriors fan because we've seen a lot of great Steph moments, and this is supposed to be one of them, and it's not. So He he had a casual 50, and he was frustrated the whole way. He's just like, I, yeah, I can score it well, and none of it matters. And and it was – you're right. It was um, it was strange to see that. I don't, I've never yeah. seen him do that before. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird. Like he's at like the apex of his powers, and this team is just garbage. So, <laughs> all right, get to the goons. Let's get to the goons. Uh, hey, all, what's up, me? man? Ooh, that was yeah, quick. we can hear. Okay, okay. Uh, I've been listening for a really long time. First time calling in. Um, I appreciate started listening. Started listening or to you guys in the 2020-21 season. And uh, one thing that I see very similar between this season and that one is that Jermichael Green is the new Brad Wanamaker. Um, <laughs> I, I don't really have much else to add, but um, I've heard so much about how like reliable he was going to be a good veteran <laughs> bench presence, and I want him off the team. I appreciate you. You should call back in. Um, He's been right. I hate it because I'm I'm also gonna probably defend Jamichael Green like two months longer than I need to, the same way I did with Wanamaker, where I'm just like waiting for it to come around and it just never happens. Yeah, he's rough. Um, yeah. Yeah. Be better. It does feel similar because in 2020, 21, they did sign Wanamaker with the idea that he'd be the stabilizing force of a relatively young second unit. And um, that's kind of how Jamichael came to this team. And, you know, it's probably partially because that's too high of expectations for those guys. But, like, it's all working right now. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, I kind of thought he'd be Otto Porter, but um, kind of missing a lot of the things that made Otto Porter great. It's just IQ, right? So from Austin, awesome. We'll not judge Steph on individual performance, but how he pressures the front office to make a move. He can change this. Dude, we are really back in 2020, 2021. Like we are 
fully back <laughs> when we when we talked about Steph. You have to make Kirk Lakeup trade James Wiseman. You have to. Steph's not going to do it. He's not. He's not. I'm here to tell you right now. I'm here to tell you right now. Although Samuel, although did you hear? What friend of the show Kevin Durant had to say today about his basketball team over there in Brooklyn? You know, I don't, I'm not saying. A little, a little deflection. It's like things are bad here, but let me show you how much worse they could be. <laughs> I'm uh, playing with Edmund Sumner. What do you want me to do? Hey, Steph should come out tomorrow and he should be like, hey, guys, I'm playing with Anthony Lamb. I don't know what you're supposed <laughs> to do. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with these guys, man. You know? Oh, Steph would never. Is it now? And I'll just go off on. I know. I mean, Steph should maybe go off on. Cl- nah, <laughs> no, not in public. Not in public. Let the man be. I just want to say this on Clay. Um, I'm beyond frustrated with how the the man's playing. Like it's very hard to watch. Um, he is a four time champion. He is a player who literally gave his knee up on the floor to try to win a title. He's earned a little more rope with me, even if I'm beyond frustrated with him. And I just want to call that out because it it is, it's tough for me to see people throw him under the bus. Um, even though his play kind of deserves it. Like he's not played well. Um, I, I don't want to lose sight of the fact that like, he's one of the most important players to the team. So, you know, I, Hey man, I the in-game anger and frustration I get. Like I'm sitting here, I'm watching a recent. We're both like, dude, what the hell? What just happened? Why did he? But after the game, I'm sitting there and I, I sober up and I'm thinking about what Clay has done for the Warriors. And I'm thinking about all the things I'm going to be angry about. Clay's at the bottom of that list, man. Like for all the things you just mentioned, he's at the bottom of that list. So I'd rather be angry at other things uh, about the Warriors than that. Oh fuck, dude. No. L- listen, I just, you know, no. you guys are talking about your hilarious problems. I just needed, you know, a Laker fan to step in and just give some perspective, <laughs> you know. How you guys doing? Uh, yeah, it's been better. <laughs> I-, I will say, I tweeted this. Uh, I-, I think that there are the post-title sort of hangovers that you see coming sometimes. This one has surprised me, especially if you would have told me how good Steph has looked to start this season. Um, it is really, really surprising. But I have a take for you. I'm very curious uh, about yes. your thoughts. Yes, I, yes. I, I, I love, I, I love takes. Go for yeah, it. This, yeah, this. So Bill Simmons tweeted, and I've heard this a little bit about he, he's he's kind of framing this season as a as a where the Warriors are in a funk, and he cites the Draymond Green punch of Jordan Poole, right? And I think that's wrong. I, I don't think that people are not playing hard on defense or something because they're thinking about Draymond Green and what he did. I actually think, though, that that's still having an impact on this season, and here's how. I think that Steph leads in his own way. He sees the team is struggling, and he stepped up his game. He's leading how he leads. Steve Kerr has been consistent. He leads how he leads. I think what this team is missing is the wake-up call that Draymond Green would inspire the get-in-your-face that Draymond Green would do behind the scenes. But because of that incident, he might have scaled back and just kind of toned down his leadership. And more than anything, because I look I look at the players, I totally get the two-timeline thing is really messy. But there's still something completely off beyond that. And I think that his voice has been muted because yep. he's self-censoring kind of his level of intensity because of coming out of that. So curious to hear your thoughts. I agree. Gonna have to kick you out of the show. No. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't actually, I don't disagree with you. I still think the larger issue is clay and well, the larger issue is just general wing depth. If I'm being honest with you, like how much Draymond can kind of inspire, um, Anthony Lamb or Dante right. DiVincenzo to be better than they are. Maybe, maybe that's wrong. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's still a baseline. Really just- there's a baseline of something that I always expect when I see the Warriors. When I watch the Warriors, there's a baseline of doesn't matter if it's a back to back, doesn't matter what it is. 
there's a baseline of effort and execution that I expect that that being missing is what has been the weirdest thing to watch. Uh, here's the other thing, too, and I think you were kind of dancing around it. Who the hell is listening to Draymond at this point? Yeah, that's a problem, too. Like, like, like I mean, Stephen, yeah. Stephen Clay, like, I get, like, they're, they're used to it, right? They, they know where he's going to be. Andre know he's going to be. But when you're talking about Wiseman, Moody, Kaminga, even Jordan Poole, obvious, for obvious reasons, you go, you go play basketball and you mess something up and all of a sudden this guy's yelling at you and you're like, dude, what the? Like, dude, you're going to tell me how to act when you are the one that should have been suspended for clocking a dude for no reason right before the season starts. Like, they should have suspended listen. Jordan Poole. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it comes down to. If they, they could have laid down the law, suspend Jordan Poole, let everyone know, listen to Draymond or you're next. <laughs> You know, I joke. I I mean, I'm I'm only kidding because I don't want to deal with reality right now. Um, You know, those guys aren't listening to him. It just. uh, All right, who's next, man? Who's next? Let's get. Let's get. There we go. Oh, Francisco, what's up, my man? Yeah, brother. Hi. Just stayed up a little bit late just to to listen. I went almost went to bed. Oh, three fifteen. Oh my. Oh Lord, my oh, man! <laughs> but this wasn't the easy. game. Stay up to three, four. <laughs> yeah, I know, Holy I know. Shit. No, I I go to bed early. I wake up at midnight. I come back to the game, and then if it if it goes well, I stay up and just try to jump on the on the on the pod just to I don't know, n- not even vent because I don't know what they can do. <laughs> You said uh, people say start pool. Only only way to do that is if Clay opts to go to the bench, and not I don't think that's in him. I don't know where I read it, but they should pull a, a, a Nigi with him and get him to the bench. Only if he asks to do that, and mm-hmm. that's not in him. But and the game, uh, Looney went. <laughs> I don't know. Looney went well. Uh, played well. Uh, Curry, no words for it. And Pool, if you look at the final stat line from Clay, it's not bad. Of course, he scored like seven or five at least in the last minute, so right. it doesn't help that much. But the the big the big things I know I could tell was Pool didn't do anything. He wasn't even missing because he wasn't even shooting, and Draymond didn't rebound when the game was on the line. So. He just had he had zero rebounds. He scored in the end in the third quarter. Not bad, but I don't know. <laughs> what, what would you if you had to make one change? What would you do? One change. Well, okay, bring back Kevin. Besides, yeah, besides getting Kevin back. Yeah, but, Kevin trade, back. The thing is to bring back Kevin, you'd have to give up the three rook, not rookies, the three kids, and. Enjoy Wigs. Uh, yeah, and no, oh, that, one, that, no one hurt. that one hurts a little no, bit. Though. That would hurt. Uh, of course, you'd put the three kids and Pool or Clay. Clay, they won't send him. Pool wouldn't be a, wouldn't be enough for them. And Wigs, I don't want to trade. Like Wigs, he, no, Wigs, he, he's part of the 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 core now. I think. Nah, no, 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 true. I'm, I'm saying you're right. I'm saying you're right. No, I, he's not part of. A I core, do. Of I do. He only um, won one title, but right. But I do have a. I do have a hard time with with the idea of trading wigs after his finals last year. So yeah, uh, I, yeah. I'm with you. I get where you're coming from, Francisco. I feel like he's he's earned um, a little love. In the yeah, base, he's heard, he we're, signed. We're, we're he's, also just having a little fun right now. So yeah, I know, I know, I know. No, he signed. He signed a good contract. He's in a good contract. The thing is, you could trade Draymond, but they're not winning without Draymond. Not the way they're built now. They they can't defend anyone with Draymond. Imagine if he's not out there. Okay, so. I don't know what's the way out. Uh, yeah, Mikas was saying about something about uh, Jay Crowder. They, they, Phoenix won't trade Jay Crowder to them, but that would be a good addition. That would be the new, the replacement. That would be to, yeah. That would no, be. that would be the replacement to Otto. That would be Otto 2.0. Okay, he shoots well. He plays a four. He plays a three. He can D, but I don't know. It's Francisco. Eight and zero on the road. It's gonna be hard to. It's gonna be hard to. I don't. I'm not gonna say hard to make the playoffs, but 
it's gonna be a bleak. It's I mean, gonna be bleak. <laughs> no, at this point, it's gonna be hard yeah, to make yeah, the, yeah. the playoffs. But of course, you can say, oh, they're gonna turn it around. They're gonna turn it around. It gets to a point. You get to forty games, and there's no time to turn it around. Well, <laughs> we're only we're only at fifteen. But I appreciate you, Francisco. No, oh my man, dude, oh, three fifteen. Where <clears throat> somebody said he's in Brazil. What a legend, dude. Yeah, I need him to call my man's, my man's in Brazil. We keep him here, right. Archie. Keep him What's going on? What's up, keep guys? That was oh, a rough. Yeah, I can day. see that expression on the face. Yeah, that was a rough that was, one. <laughs> that was a rough one. Um, I was just, I was like looking at you know the team stats for the most part. Um, outside of you know the three point percentage for the most part, everything was pretty much down the line. I heard um Tim Ledgler uh, talk a little bit earlier about timely offensive rebounds for um. Phoenix and how, you know, uh, players like um, Cameron Payne and Mikel uh, Bridges kind of feasted off of that. But I think the biggest thing that I've I've just noticed, you know, all season, obviously, is the defense, as bad as it's been. Um, with Clay, I know that, you know, I think that we can both be, we can sing his praises, but also kind of be critical of certain things that yeah. we're kind of seeing. Um, I just kind of feel bad because his shot is one thing if it's not there, but if his defense isn't there, you know, early on in the season, it kind of brings to the point with the the lack of wings that we have, you know, what is it that, you know, we can really do specifically when he's out there. You think about last season, um, the way that we started the season, um, I think Poole was in the lineup and I'm not saying that Poole should just be you know, anointed to that two-guard spot. But, you know, it was a different team. So we had defensive players. It was like a wet dream for Kerr. We saw a lot of the times where when we were playing, we would play like um, whether it was, you know, the C.J. McCollums, the, the Devin Bookers. Uh, Kerr could pull out like a boxing one, the zone, man right. man had court. So by the time we got to the playoffs, it was like we were kind of battle-tested for different defenses that we could throw at teams. Where now it's just there's no resistance. Um, I'm a little bit worried, but I kind of think about how bad the Celtics were last year to start the season. Um, but I do think that some changes do need to be made. Um, I don't like uh, neutered Draymond where he's not really saying anything, but I kind of understand, you know, the predicament that he's in. And I'm I'm also on side with you, Sam, with uh, Jermichael. Uh, maybe it's going to be too long before I hop off the ship, but I think he's kind of being thrown in a position where it's not naturally what he thought he was going to be doing. So we'll just yeah, have to wait. And they, they're asking a lot of him. Uh, Archie, appreciate you. Uh, it's frustrations. Frustrations is my word right now. All right, let's get to Let's get to someone who might be able to lift our spirits. What are we drinking, Mikas? You know, we're drinking. Come oh. on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. How are we doing, boys? Are you are you are you shooting that tonight, or are we mixing no, it's, it's, it? That, that's neat. That's neat. Come on, what are you thinking? That's neat. Oh man, I could use one. I, I've been drinking a couple weeks. I'm trying. I'm, to hey, you know, if there was a Pacific catch in, in New York, I would have you guys come out to the New York location. <laughs> we could check out the new menu, but you know, I guess hot nudes right now. Uh, hashtag hot nudes, my faves. Um, <laughs> did Dre punch the wrong shooting guard? No. Uh, anyway. Anyway, oh, God. Uh, no, no, no. Actually, I'm, I'm still, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a clay believer, and I think in January he's going to make a lot of people look stupid. I don't know how I'm still at that spot, but I do. I'm going to give the guy January. We, you're telling us we have to wait another. Like, um, I'm going to look at the schedule right now, but I think that's 25 games. Yeah, we got, we got 20. <laughs> okay, with that. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like yeah. a joker. You're, we're all the joker right now. Yeah, I. But I do think he's going to have a really. I don't want to say special second half of the season, but I think the the the, the floodgates are going to open. He's going to look great. But I was wondering, I two questions with the with the J crowd. I don't know. I don't know if we have any sources. There was almost a three team trade that was pulled off allegedly uh, by the tweet. Was that not sending Jay Crowder to the Warriors, but to another team, and then a third team was getting involved for us, or was that was that not Jay to the Warriors? Us sending. I don't to think the, it. The way I read the wording um, is it had it just. It happened before the Warrior game. It has nothing to do with the Warriors in general. Oh, was the way okay. I read it. Oh, I I get I read it. Got, so let me let me, let me get on let me get on my let me get on yeah. the uh, 
the source machine and see see what I can okay. find. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Let, hey, let I Mike. Get... Hey, tell Dunley the uh, uh, we say hi. By the way. So, anyway, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. And then, uh, you know, I know there was a lot of there's a there's a little smoke in this summer, and you know the smoke has gone away now. But is the Nets? I you know I I live in New York. I live in New York City. I, mm. I work at a Jewish restaurant. Actually, I've heard a lot about Kyrie Irving these past few mm. weeks. Uh, uh, they're they're not very. They're not very happy. But, hey, we're, and we're not going there. But anyway. No, they, they, they're not happy. Everybody on Twitter knows that. I don't have to, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, has the situation with the Nets become so untenable? Is there any new smoke to Kevin Durant coming back to the Warriors? Because <laughs> I'm leading the hashtag Come Home Kevin campaign on the internet, and I just think these young guys fucking suck. Whoa. I'm done with them. <laughs> I'm I'll take I'll take thirty four year old Kevin Durant. I've seen him win two already. They would have won three. Come home, Kevin. I don't want these bums. Here's what we'll do. What we're gonna make a reservation for three at Pacific Catch next week. We'll leave the chair open for Kevin. Just I'm gonna just, tweet you know, him. I'm gonna say Sam and Andrew are gonna to, have a reservation open for you guys. If he wants he'll to, know. He'll know who that is. If he wants to come, we can we can talk it out and see if we can reach an agreement. And then from there, you know, you know, I'll just, it's easy to go. Mikas, appreciate you, my man. Have a good night, brother. Uh, see, just, it makes me happier. Um, I needed, I'm I needed a- someone to uplift me with a little silliness. Uh, uh, Cause that game was its own level of silliness. Oh, Paratosh, what's up, my man? What's up, brother? Hey guys, can you hear me? Yes, yeah, sir. we can hear you. Yeah. I'm so disgusted. I'm showing my face right now on camera. I usually don't. <laughs> but anyway yeah i i kind of have two points to make the first is not really a point i'm just trying to like in my head summarize what's wrong with the warriors and i think sam you touched upon the fact that clay's not in shape and i think this happened last year as well when he came back obviously from those two injuries he was never going to be in game shape to start but at that point our vets like gp2 uh dealy not dealy jta autoporter and all they could carry the slack for him so I kind of think that it's the perfect storm of not having good vets, <laughs> where DiVincenzo and um, uh, Jamichael haven't been able to pick up the slack of GP2 and Porter, and also Clay being out of shape. And when all of that gets combined with the fact that Draymond punched pool, you really have like the perfect storm of everything that can go wrong, and that has gone wrong. So I think that's what's happening. And if we had good enough vets, Clay could have had more time to get back into shape. And be productive, which which still probably would happen uh, the second part, the other part of the season, the second part. Anyway, the other thing that I wanted to say is um, uh, Steve Kerr mentioned on I think it was yesterday there was a quote about this possibly being the last year or to next year being the last year, and I think there is a lot of pushback on that. But the way I read it is he's trying to tell the front office that we don't have a lot of time. Uh, it's like the win- title window is going to close if you don't do something about it this year or at the most next year. So like he's basically telling the front office we should be in win now mode. And he had one other quote that I just wanted to read. So I'm reading from Twitter. Mm-hmm. He said, we have got to get everybody on board on the same page in terms of worrying about winning. Right now we are just scattered. There's no execution. There's no commitment to the group. So the first part about that of that quote also, I think, is not just for the players, but also for the front office saying that we need more help we need more help for the core six and we cannot be worrying about 2025, 2030 with the young kids. So yeah, those were my two things that I wanted to say. Paratash, agree with you wholeheartedly. Appreciate the call. Um, yeah, I read, I read Steve's statements as trying to manage the situation more than anything. He's probably dealing with a locker room that's a little down on themselves. It's not as veteran as the ones in the past. I'm sure guys like Dante um, and uh, Poole and some of the younger guys probably feel more pressure than they would if the Warriors put like an adult team around them. Uh, um, uh, so he's trying to do some of that, but then also kind of put pressure on the front office. Like, come on, man, we just want a title. Do a little better mm-hmm. here. Um, yeah, let's. Uh, get- yeah, we got to re- <laughs> do this. Super chats are freaking killing me, dude. Uh, from the shiny, uh, whatever, Hyserex. Uh, if JB is going to take five field goals, he can't be out there. Steph cannot be the guy with 50. And the one getting rebounds and, and loose balls. Yeah, dude. Five field goals, man. How, how is it possible that the two shooting guards the Warriors have a Vigo? Total, total opposite mindset. One dude shoots too much and one dude doesn't want to shoot. Uh, Adam Waddle back again. Uh, 
Need you guys outside chase Arsenal TV uh, style. We are at that point. You know, some one of the things that made pandemic was not fun, but one of the most enter- entertaining, if not the most entertaining thing of the 2020 2021 season was watching Warriors fans descend into madness uh, like soccer fans. Sam, I got a question for you. Who are you rooting in the World Cup? That's coming. I just popped in my head. Who are you rooting for? I mean, I got to root for my people. So, um, yeah, come on. I, uh, I'm, I'm, rooting for, uh, I'm rooting for soccer version of, of steps. I'm rooting for, for the guy that's, what, one last World Cup before you? Oh, Messi? I mean, yeah. I, obviously, look, I, in terms of that, I, I don't realistically think uh, Iran's going to do anything. But, um, but I, you know, it would be nice considering what's going on in the country if, the, you know, think of the people. Something to cheer for and unite around. That. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's a different thing and not this show. Um, I, I'm excited to watch it, I guess, in general. I, I don't actually have a strong feeling in terms of, like, the favorites, like, who who I, I want to see win it. So we'll see I, how it plays I out. Claim, I claim any Asian country, by the way. Japan does well, I'm in. Korea I, does well, I've, I'm in. I've known you long enough to, to not ha- <laughs> need to ask you to know that. Um, to your... <laughs> To your point, to your point um, on rebounding to take it back. I mean, Steph had nine. Clay had five. Pool. I mean, he he out rebounded Clay and Pool combined. Uh, he out rebounded Wiggins and Draymond combined. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't really even care about the number, but in general, they just got killed on the glass, and uh, it's it's frustrating seeing, like the super chat said. He can't be the dude going for 50 and he he can't both be Michael Jordan and Dennis yeah, Rodman <laughs> at the same time. You know, like getting every loose ball. Like somebody help this dude out. Anyway, let's move forward. Sean, what's up, my man? Hey guys, what's up? Um I, I there's like a lot of interesting thing going going around this team and just this fan base that I think is super funny to see. Like it's like 2020 in a sense, like you guys were saying, I've never seen so much unity on Twitter. All like the different <laughs> subsections of Warriors Twitter are kind of <laughs> on the same page for the first time. Like uh, like Tommy and Urkel and uh, Tim, Kawakami, <laughs> no all of them are saying the same thing for the first time rather than trying to get bangers off of each other. Um, another thing is I feel like my emotions about Joe Lacob have just been going like just in a roller coaster like this in the past three years like 2020 i hated him 2021 i was like this guy he's he he, i'm back in (laughs) yeah he proved me wrong and then i watched his um podcast uh with andre i mean andre's podcast with lake on it and i was like wow this dude's really cool now after this game i've never been more mad at him in my life where i'm like how can you and bob have mismanaged a roster this poorly where it's like there are literally like five players that just, I would say six or six players that cannot play in my opinion, like that aren't playing. Like Jamichael is like, had one of the worst performances I've ever seen in my life today. Um, And then he's just looking not, he, to me, he's looking like not a Warriors player. Um, Jonathan not playing Moses, not really playing Wiseman, not really playing Ryan Rollins in the G league, Patrick Baldwin jr. In the G league. Like that's just like, I feel like everybody can see that. And Bob Myers is this like GM of the year. And how is he not seeing this? It just doesn't make sense to me. And then another thing I'm like, is just the defense. I'm really confused on why it's so bad because we have, we have Draymond green and it doesn't seem like it's working. Is it a schematic thing? Like, why are they getting open threes like that? Is it a Steve Kerr thing at a point we have to keep looking at? And then the last thing I wanted to ask was, uh, I'm I'm in my early 20s, so I wasn't on Twitter like during the Kevin Durant years. I was wondering if there's like, if maybe sometime you guys can provide a backstory on the whole Andy and Kevin Durant thing. I I, I have no clue. I, I don't really know anything about that. But yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll retell the story. You saw it. I appreciate you, my man. Uh, we're going to go two hours. We're going two hours. Let's get the history <laughs> of Andy, Andy and Kevin. Um, should I say t- another pod? Maybe another pod. The cl- the cliff notes is um. <laughs> now nah, we'll save it for another pod. We'll we'll save it for another pod. Maybe when Brooklyn comes to town. Yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe we'll be- when Brooklyn comes to town. Ty, uh, what's up, dude? Uh, 
What's up, brother? Yo, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Uh, you know, just uh, just living the dream. One Anthony Lamb rebound at a time. Hey, all right, all right, all Facts. right. I, uh, all right, what I you got off, for us, Ty? I put off a bunch of work just to watch Mikhail Bridges wag fingers in Clay's face. I was I was pretty upset at that. Not gonna lie, that guy shoots. Does he? Does Mikhail Bridges and campaign have? Like, I, I know Anthony Lamb shoots his shots ugly. Um, yeah, I was I was gonna say. Yeah, Lamb like, Lamb shit don't look like it should ever go in. But I mean, he hit Lamb, Payne, and Bridges. Like, are they the were they the best? Uh, set of Steph. Were they the best shooters tonight? And they just have the ugliest shots. <laughs> they have the ugliest shots, and they didn't miss. Yeah. None of those guys missed. It's incredible. I mean, so, part of part of that. He's a little bit of variance, like, but some of that is we're giving them rhythm. A lot of these, like, shot turnovers, it's a lot of discombobulation. Um, And it's interesting because I was was fairly confident coming into the year that the the Warriors were going to dog walk the league. And I, I still kind of, frankly, like, when I'm looking at the top six and, look, Clay's once he stops trying to be an all-star, he can be a starting caliber player again. Like, this is kind of what it's going to be. Um, and, I mean, I think Kerr's trying to do what he can because you don't want to lose him because, you know, if you lose him, then you're kind of fucked. He's, that's $43 million down the drain. So, I mean, once once we get Clay rocking, I think it'll be easier for Poole because I think Clay's taking a lot of the shots that Jordan Poole would get in the flow of offense. Um, now that doesn't solve the defense issue, but I think, you know, it's all connected. Like Steve says. So, I mean, it's tough. I still think that like, if either the kids will play themselves into a position or they'll get flipped. I, at first I didn't think they would get flipped this year, but now people are talking about it. Like it it could happen. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard for me to think that they'll still be this bad. Because, like, for all of the wasted roster spots and all that legitimate shit, like, if Clay is not bricking and Poole is not, like, scuffling at the same damn time, what's the record? Right? So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's a fair point. Ty, appreciate you as always. Um, Nine and six, I say. If those guys, like, were just at par... Yeah, like they're, tri- they're triple bogeying right now. You know what I mean? All right, McWalker, are you taking us out? Yo, what's up, guys? All right, here we go. Dude, what a freaking shit show. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Um, it's it's pretty basic. We're ass. Um, you know, like, <laughs> it's, there's not much to say. I would love it if Clay could just have some run on the bench and take those shots with the second unit. I, the second unit's not really doing squat. Poole shows he plays better with the first unit. Um, our defense is ass. So him being on the first unit and ruining our defense, well, it's the same as it is if he comes in with the second unit because it's still bad. Um, and at least it gives us – at least we can get him going and don't have these occasional ghost games from him. Um, love to see Kaminga play more. Obviously, he was sick, so he wasn't going to play tonight. Uh, he probably wouldn't have played anyways. Um, and seeing Green, just uh, Jermichael Green being lost is surprising, given that he's a vet. Um, but he seems just shook by being benched. Um, so give him a couple games to get it back. Um, I, th- I think they'll end up being fine. But I'm, this is getting very worrying. Very, very worrying. Uh, I want to be positive, but there, there isn't a lot of positive to take from this. Other than Steph threw up 50 casually, which is freaking amazing. And goddamn, we are so blessed to have Steph Curry. I mean, we should have lost this game back. This should have been a 40-loss game like we had a few years ago. But it wasn't because Steph Curry is a freaking maniac and put up a casual 50. A casual 50. Who the hell puts up a casual 50? Freaking amazing. Love it. So um, consider us blessed. I hope we don't ruin this season for you, Steph. You're the man as always. Um, Keep trying to carry us. Hopefully we can give you some help. Um, Please, please free Steph. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. (laughs) Free Steph is the, the appropriate way to end this live stream appreciate everyone subscribe five stars yeah we'll see you guys
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.